All right, so we're recording. All right, we're going to talk about San Francisco and the move here. So I want you to just briefly talk about, like, what pulled you to San Francisco in the first place. Well, nothing pulled me here. I <laughs> well, something something drew you here. Something motivated you. Something pushed you. Something. No, 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 no. Uh, actually, that's kind of the the thing. That's the whole. The whole thing, I was like, I moved around a lot. I was traveling a lot. That was like my identity, traveling. Um, but I think I was just, you know, I was just kind of lost. And um, so nothing, like I didn't know anything about San Francisco. I wasn't coming here to live here. I just, I came, I was kind of touring the West Coast, visiting friends and family along the way. So I had a friend here and came to visit, stayed with him for a couple days and um and then I've met somebody thought I'd hang out here for a while and four days turned into a month which turned into a year and then it like four years in was when I was like I think I live here now like it was it was never a choice to so so talk about the the so when you were you said you were in Alaska so you were doing this tour like, was San Francisco, did you have a list of places you wanted to go? Or was it just kind of like wherever you ended up, you just ended up? I was flying by the seat of my pants after, I mean, yeah. Like, I I spent the winter in Mexico, from there went up to Alaska. And, and then, then Mexico, you worked on a farm? Worked on a ranch. I want to know a little bit about that. <laughs> just, just for my own, What's what was the ranch like? <laughs> that feels like a whole other... Is it a whole other thing? Okay, right? we'll, we'll we'll table that one for now. <laughs> so let's let's just focus on San Francisco. So you ended up from there. You went to Alaska, mm-hmm. and then so what put you in Alaska? Well, I, I ended up in Alaska because of because I was in Mexico because I was Alaska. Well, that seems like a perfect like say, like place well, to go. Well, right yeah, after. I mean the the abridged version is like I was I just I don't know I just didn't know. <laughs> like I keep, I keep feeling like I need to give more backstory. Keep going backwards chronologically. It's like I was living in Denver. I, I don't know. I I knew that I had been wanting to do a bunch of travel and got tired of putting it off. So I just quit my job, sold everything, left the country, and was just kind of touristing around Europe. And I I got sick of that really quickly. So I was like, okay, well, I knew I wanted to be. Uh, spend. I, I I hate the cold, so I wanted to be somewhere warm for winter. I wanted to practice my Spanish because I love foreign languages, and I wanted to work on that. Um, and I wanted to I wanted to ride horses. So I found this ranch in Mexico, ended up there, and a bunch of Alaskans have their winter homes down there. So I met them while I was working on the ranch, and that is how I got offered a job. Okay, fishing in Alaska for the summer. There's the connection I was missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. After after fishing was over, I I had no plan. I was just like, I think I went back home to my mom's house to to visit, and um, but like I knew I didn't want to stay there. I always knew I didn't want to stay there. So, well, I, so in Alaska, when you say fishing, you're not just talking about walking to the edge of a, a creek and dropping in a, a fishing line and and bobber and, no, and catching I was, fish. You're I was talking living on a boat with a crew of four other guys and you, you were a straight up salmon fishing boat fisher commercial salmon yeah. fishing yes <laughs> yeah which is not 
for everyone. Like that's a very it's a tough job. Yeah. And you were specifically in charge of the net. In most <laughs> I, cases no, or No, no, no. I mean, I I was I was I was nobody. I <laughs> I mean, I was a crew member. I was given the job of working one one side of the net. Um which is tough work in its in its own right but then because I was the only female they also put me in charge of cooking and cleaning and bookkeeping and all the things and I think something that's kind of funny to add is that you were in the middle of the ocean not in the middle but not the ocean oh not the ocean it's called the Prince William Sound oh okay so you were in the Middle of principle, so you could have been in the middle of that. I mean, we, 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 people people are like, "Oh my God, you were on the <laughs> on a boat in the middle of nowhere!" But like, we were always within sight of land. Oh, okay. We were just twelve hours from like any real civilization. Because what I was getting at was, you told me a story of how you dropped and lost your phone in oil uh, next to the engine, and were without a phone for a little bit, so no outside communication whatsoever. Yeah, that was shitty. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> we, and you can't, like, you can't just get a phone shipped out to you. Like, if even, I mean, I, I think... Amazon Prime doesn't deliver to boats, like, next day. <laughs> I mean, it was it was hard. I did I did have my family send a phone to the, I think, I think they, I don't even know where they sent it. I, get, I don't know if we had a P.O. box or, like, I don't know. They sent it to Valdez, which is what our, that was our port, and... Is that where the oil spill happened? Yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah, it was crazy. You could still see the the remnants of really? like the lines where the oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sad, but um, anyway, I don't know. Somehow they uh, they shipped a phone up there, and we were at that point. It was probably later in the summer, so we were going back to town occasionally. But anyway. Okay, so so now, that was yeah. to end that story. So you're in Alaska. You've got your new phone, <laughs> uh, which was what an iPhone, because <laughs> it matters. Probably details doesn't, doesn't well, matter. Yes, it matters <laughs> to, to a lot of people. Android versus iPhone. Yes, it matters. It's oh, a, it's a, a. I've never had an Android. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> so you're in Alaska, and the next stop is San Francisco. No, there's no, there's no. Well, I, I mean, where I where I was in my my head <laughs> at the time like there was no next stop i was like okay i mean well the, the but you end, had you made a decision to make that the destination somehow to make san francisco the yeah because you came yeah, yeah yeah no but so i'm trying to explain like like after alaska i was just like what the hell what do i do um i i wanted to like i was i thought like i was probably going to try and find some other kind of adventurous thing you know i worked on a ranch worked on a fishing boat was looking for something else but i just didn't have anything that I was like, yeah, I really want to do this. Um, knew I wanted to go back and visit my family. Um, but then since I was in the States at that point, cause I had spent a lot of time outside. Um, I was like, yeah, well, I, I don't know. California seems, I don't even know what I was thinking. I had an aunt in San Diego, went to visit her, went to visit. I think my brother was living in LA at the time. And then my friend was living here. So I just kind of like hopped cities. I was Couch surfing. I was couch surfing and uh, <laughs> rideshare, whatever <laughs> from probably Craigslist. <laughs> I think I rode with. There was like a, a car of like four or five of us that drove up from LA to San Francisco. Oh wow! Bunch that, of strangers. That isn't that kind of weird. Like, how did that? I feel? mean, yeah, but like my whole like well, yeah, my life had to, been pretty weird. Well, yeah, because you'd gone to Europe <laughs> by yourself mm-hmm. and 
Well, you didn't do the backpacking, but it was kind of it was that back- kind of. I mean, I haven't had a backpack. Right, but you know what I mean. Like people are like, I'm going backpacking across yeah, Europe. You yeah, didn't no. kind. Of, you didn't really do that. I was you, I was train hopping. No, I wasn't even train hopping. I was <laughs> I was taking trains yeah, so you <laughs> with were my pretty, backpack. You were pretty much a vagabond, like just yeah yeah. So okay, so now we're in Alaska. We're well, now we're in San Francisco. Yeah. So I'm like again. It wasn't. It wasn't like I. I didn't plan to move here. I didn't even have anything. I had my backpack, right? So I just, my plan was I'm going to stay three or four days. Like that was, that was it. Um, so now just out of curiosity, what did you do for money during that time? What time? <laughs> when, so from, so you, pro, you made good money on the, on the Alaskan trip on the boat, right? Yeah. Like that was, that was the whole point. Nice. I, I, <laughs> when I, when I landed in Alaska, I was like, yeah, this is, you know, going to be a cool experience. Like, I don't care how much money I make, whatever. Um, but after two weeks in, I was like, yeah, I wouldn't stay if I weren't getting paid. So, so I made, I made good money that summer. So I had, I had some money. Uh, but like the, the previous year and a half, I had been doing like work share type, um, or volunteer mm-hmm. i don't even know what you call what it kind of, where you worked for um, where, where, habitat for humanity and stuff like that or was that during that time or? no that's well that's different i actually oh. i totally forgot about that oh my god um <laughs> <laughs> no uh um like where you they they give you room and board mm-hmm. and and you work for you know what you, you work out the details but you work probably at least a few hours a week and and then you just it's it's a way to travel on the cheap and so and so you only your meals and and boarding are provided not extra money right okay yeah there's there's like there's no money exchange they just like buy you food and give you a place to sleep um so that's that was what i was doing in mexico and even like in ireland for a bit um so damn (laughs) like that's that's actually pretty cool like yeah that that was super cool yeah that you did that (laughs) and and knowing you that had to be like a hard first decision to make because which one all of that. What, like, what, what just, did you What did you mean by a hard first decision? I, I, to sell everything. Oh. And at that point, didn't you quit college? Was that like you? No, I was. I was working at a travel agency. Okay, because there was a point where you also quit college, right? Okay, yeah, but now you're going back. Okay, so I didn't know how <laughs> far back that was. So this will be another. We'll get into that later. Uh-huh. This is supposed to be focused on San Francisco, right? So, <laughs> but, but there's so much to it. Like there's it's so like, much. Why, to it. Yeah, it's it's because it's weird to be like. Why, why were you in, in San Francisco? So that, that's why it's like, you kind of have to explain, like, mm-hmm. I was, I was just like bouncing around. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I didn't, I didn't you, really have a plan or a goal or, or anything. You kind of have to have the contrast too, though, back here to understand what, like when, what we're going to get into is why you like San Francisco so much compared yeah. to everywhere else. So yeah, you kind of have to have that. No, I think, I think that backstory matters yeah. because I, it, it, I, looking back at it now, it's like, I think... I just feel like I, I was just kind of lost. Like, yes, I had fun. I had, it was an adventure. I have great stories from it, but I didn't know what the hell I was doing, you know, and I didn't have a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, I don't know. I just felt like I was floating around and I, I had no like real attachments to anything. I didn't, I mean, even, even like home where I spent my first 21 years of life, like I, I didn't, I wanted to get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had a very similar, so I can totally relate to all of that because I felt the exact same way and did kind of the same thing in different areas, but yeah. yeah. But even like my, my time 
here in San Francisco, like there wasn't like a, a defining moment. It's, it's been, it's been an evolution, which is kind of where I get into like, so I, my plan was to, <laughs> to be here for a few days, but since I had no, I had nowhere else to be. I, and, and I was like, had this new potential relationship that I was like, yeah, I'll hang out, like whatever. Um, and to your question about like, what did I do for money? Like I thought, I mean, cause I said, I, did, I didn't know anything about San Francisco. I had no idea how expensive it was here. I just thought like, I'll get a job and that'll, that'll keep me afloat. Like as long as, <laughs> like as long as I don't spend more than I make at the job currently, mm-hmm. then I won't leave here any worse off. You know, the only thing could be, could be wasted is my time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, yeah, whatever. I'll stay here, see what happens. <laughs> and, um, and it was, I mean, it's, it's been, it's been a lot of up and down. It hasn't been all, all sunshine here, right. even though it is very, very, very sunny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, so where does the, cause a lot of people, when you ever, you hear San Francisco, they're like the fog. The, oh my God. I know. Everybody thinks it's, I mean, <laughs> but that's, that's kind of. Is that what keeps people out? Is that like a, a yeah, thing that San Francisco? Don't tell people. Are they called San Franciscans? <laughs> like, is that something that they come up with? Cause it's kind of like Seattle. Like, like it does rain, but like, it's not as bad as people make it because it's just kind of like a drizzle. But in the summer, it's like the best place that I've found to be, but I had never been here, but it's like, it's the perfect weather. Like the temperature, everything is but perfect you're, up there. But you're talking about the summer. I'm talking about the summer. Yeah. yeah whereas we won't get into the winters right now. <laughs> well, right. That's so, not what this is about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. No, but like <laughs> you're, that's the summer for Seattle here. Like it's just amazing all year. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, there's fog, but it, most days, I mean, I don't see a cloud in the sky right now. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Um, and I think, and most days are very, very, very sunny. Yes, mm-hmm. there's there's some cloudy days and occasionally it drizzles a little bit, but like, it's a, at, at least in recent times, I mean, I don't know how much climate change has affected it because I've only been here six and a half years now, but since I've lived here, it's been pretty darn glorious okay so so let's talk about like so you say there's no real defining moments but there has to be there has to be things that you've experienced through this journey where you're like okay so uh, like the first moment that you were like i could live here like this is where i want (laughs) to like there had to be some defining moment and was if i don't know if it was the relationship or if it was something about san francisco or what that was that was like the the moment you're like oh well, that's, this is that was what I meant. There wasn't a oh, moment. It was, it, it was a slow build kind of like, mm-hmm. like I think, I think it, <laughs> but what was the crescendo? Like what started it and what's like, what, cause there had to be a moment when you're just like a moment of clarity where it's like, this is it. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know that you're going to want that moment and there's and just not that moment. Gotcha. It's, it's, it's like, I really do want that moment. <laughs> well, I know that's, that would be convenient for you, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe you'll find something in this, but <laughs> I think that 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 relationship at the beginning probably. I mean that that certainly like kept me going on in that direction. And you know, I mean, anytime you're falling in love, like everything seems amazing. <laughs> um, so I think it it made my experience of the city, you know, all rosy. Um, but I. But then that relationship got really rough and 
and at that point, like that lasted two and a half years. Um, and oh my God, like (laughs) so many things happened, but, but yeah, like I guess during that two and a half years, I mean, it, it, the, 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 how, however I was feeling like about loving life at that time, like kind of transferred from, it wasn't about this person. It's more about what's, what's happening here. Um, I mean, while, while we were together was when I decided I, I need, I wanted to work with animals, mm-hmm. um, and, and just started animals or dogs specific. Like at that oh. one point it was just animals. Well, yeah. cause in Mexico you'd work with horses and goats and stuff like that. So is that what kind of, was that a catalyst? To- well, I mean, actually to be perfectly honest, I, I, I was going through one of the worst depressions of my life. Like it was, it was really, really hard for me to try and transition from the, the total freedom and, and this was four years ago, the four or five it was it was maybe a year and a half in. So so in you, you were still like in the relationship when that started. Yes. Okay. Yes, that was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was some relationship difficulties on top of me just like like I, I said how before like travel was kind of like what I that was how I thought of myself like I'm a vagabond like mm-hmm. you said like that like that was who I am and deciding to to be stationary somewhere you know pay rent somewhere like it it just it felt like i was like oh well who the hell am i you know if, if did you feel almost like a a, a feeling of giving up on something or? Uh, i don't know i don't know um i don't know if it was giving up it was just like if if that's not me who am i and it, and it kind of feels like you're like you have nothing to hold on to mm-hmm. um and so so I don't know. So I was I was having a really rough time. I was super depressed. Um, well, because that you're also dealing with the fact that if if that's going away, you're going to be alone here in a city where it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Like I, that probably was some kind of factor on top of everything, right? Like you're just getting ready to venture out into this unknown, not knowing where you are right now there, and then venturing out into it by yourself. Well, yeah, and like housing is so hard here. And if I didn't, and I, and I didn't really have a place to live, and I didn't feel like I could afford anywhere here, and and if you don't have, if you don't have like a home where you feel comfortable, like for me, that makes everything, like like just nothing's right. If if home's not right, like you just yeah, every, your whole life is right. <laughs> screwed up. Right. So so you have to have like a home where things are happy, but you can't afford a place on your own. Then so you've got to have roommates, and roommates come with all sorts of difficulties. And I I shuffled through several different housing situations and it I mean I was moving like every three months it was really hard now was that when you were okay so you you started to say you got into and you wanted to work with animals so yeah so because I was so depressed and just like and lost and just feeling that way um I was like I can't oh I, I was I mean part of the the <laughs> part of the reason I was feeling that way was it was really hard for me to transition from just total freedom and, and having so much time outdoors and, and to going to like a real job, quote unquote, real job. Um, you know, cause I had gotten, I was like, when I, when I was looking for jobs, I went back to what I was like the area I was in before, which is hospitality. You know, I'd been a travel agent. So I got a job at a hotel as a 
concierge slash front desk agent slash they put me in the sales office. Like I was kind of, which doing I could it. see you killing by the way with your personality. Like <laughs> I think you'd be very good at that. Probably very good at anything public facing. I think, I think they thought I was pretty good at it, but I was bored out of my mind. Well, yeah. And, and it was just, it was just like, I, I feel silly saying it now because this is just life is what people do. They have jobs. But I was like, I can't handle being in this uniform and a button up shirt and having a work certain hours that people tell me and mm-hmm. and just i don't know i just like all of it was hard mm-hmm. even though the people there were great you know and, and it was keeping me afloat like i just I, it was hard yeah no i can totally relate to that i can't there's no way i could like where i've been i couldn't work for other people now like at all if i if i absolutely had to i could but i get it like the, but i but i had yeah no, but i had never worked for myself i didn't have that experience to compare it to it mm-hmm. was just it was just such a drastic change and I was lost and I was just everything. It was just, everything just felt hard. So, so because that and, and my depression, I was just like, I just think I need to have a job. Like being around animals has always made me happy. Mm-hmm. I knew from the past, the previous two years that being outside helped and, and also just having a job where I was physically active. Like it, I don't know, it kept my mind busy. It kept, you know, exercise just helps with the endorphins and all all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so those were my my criteria. I was like, I need a job to be outside, active around animals, and so I Craigslisted jobs with animals, and there was a, a dog walking company hiring, and um, and my the boyfriend that I was dating actually knew the husband of the person hiring me. Oh, cool! So that was that was cool. I got Foot the job. The door, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would have gotten it anyway, whatever. <laughs> but, but it was it was just a funny coincidence. But, um, but yeah. So I, I started working for this company. It it served the purpose that I wanted. You know, mm-hmm. it got me outside and and being around dogs was was good for me. Um, it didn't solve all the problems because I still had the relationship stuff. I still had the housing stuff, and San Francisco is still super super expensive. <laughs> so, um, so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess that, that I worked for that company for about a year. Uh, oh, and the funny thing about San Francisco and dog walking is they, at least at the time, they were the only city in the world that requires, if you're going to walk more than three dogs, you actually have to take a class and you have to get a permit. Um, so to get that job, I took this this class. It was like a, like a f- three-day weekend of, of information about you know dog behavior, pack management, learning theory. And, and it was just like a quick overview, but it was so interesting. And I mean, so, so like I learned all this stuff and I, I was like, I, I need to know more. So after taking that class, right when I got this job, I, um, I don't know, I guess I started talking to people. Oh, I was also volunteering at the SPCA, SPCA at the time. And, uh, and, and the San Francisco SPCA has, a lot of a lot of history like tied with some big names in dog training so i had people you know, giving me great information and they uh they told me about the academy for dog trainers and their the academy's website has a, a extensive reading list that they they recommend you check out before applying and so i spent like a year just reading this this reading list um and it was it, like somewhere in there I was like, oh my God, like, is this, is this what passion feels like? Like I was so interested, um, and did end up applying 
And meanwhile, I also realized that like it made more financial sense for me to work for myself as a dog walker. So I quit that job, started my own company and, and just kept, kept doing what I was doing, walking dogs. Um, but w- while I was studying dog training and I knew that I wanted to eventually get in, into that because I and just, that was wild side pets. My, yeah. Okay. That was wild side pets. And so, yeah, so I'm, I don't know. So I'm, I'm, st- I'm working with animals, but I'm also like learning about training and, and learning and, um, and it was just, it was just, it's, it's still so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that part of that, like all of like finding something that you feel that passionate about, which I had never had was, was another thing that kind of made San Francisco like a special place to me. Like, like it's, it's where, it's where I found my passion, well, that and then plus the dancing, like mm-hmm. this is where I, I got into Lindy Hop. And so now I've got two like things that mean so much to me and they, they were born here mm-hmm. and the people that helped me like the, all the, I have, I don't know. I just have such good relationships with people here in different communities. And I like, so it's, it's, that's what I mean by it's, it wasn't like one defining moment. It's all this stuff that has added up and, so just now really quickly for anybody that doesn't know what Lindy Hop is, what is that? <laughs> just it, the the napkin version. The napkin version of Lindy Hop. It's a style of swing dancing uh, created in Harlem in, I want to say, the 1930s. Um, and it's super, super fun. YouTube it. Search YouTube. You'll see a lot <laughs> of it. I, I think it's really cool. Like, I love watching people do it. What? <laughs> it's even yeah i mean watching it is fun but it's even more fun to actually dance but yeah. um well you've that been trying is to teach amazing me. yeah <laughs> yeah so no, it's, so you've got those those two communities are the main communities that you're part of or mm-hmm. were there others those are, those are the main things plus the the friend well i, I mean there, and there's overlap too mm-hmm. like i was about to say there's plus the the friends that i made through the the friend I came to visit here mm-hmm. originally, but I don't know if I told you the story about Drew and Sarah, like something, something about them dancing and then they had the baby and they had to drop out or something that story or no, that's after. So, oh. <laughs> so yeah, I, let's see. So I, I had met Drew and no, 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 it was, it was dancing first. So, uh, the first guy I dated, like after we broke up, um, I got one of the dating apps. Okay, so so the, the you're talking about the guy that when you first got here, that relationship. Yeah. So okay. so more than two and a half years after coming living here, um, me and that guy broke up, uh, and at some point I got back on the dating apps and scheduled a, a breakfast date um, with this guy, and it was awesome. It was such a it was a really cute date actually. Um, had a great time, and we. We had breakfast and then we planned to walk to this event called Lindy in the Park, which is amazing. Oh, it's another thing I'm going to miss about San Francisco because <laughs> um, it's in it's in Golden Gate Park on this little bridge right next to the art museum, and it's it's and it's a it's an afternoon or morning really uh, dance event, which you know I'm just not a nighttime person, so anything that's earlier is better for me. Um, but but yeah, nine so, hour drive. It's a nine hour drive. <laughs> um but so so we we had breakfast at the rest- restaurant and we went and we were going to plan to walk to this this little dance thing on Sunday afternoon and on that walk we ran into a couple of his friends which were Drew and Sarah um 
and he was like, oh yeah, hey, we're going to go to the event. And they lived really close and they're like, great, we'll meet you there. They came. Um, I mean, they were super nice uh, and had a great time. It was great. Um, meanwhile, <laughs> like, or like, I don't know how, what the, what the time frame was. It was maybe like a couple of weeks later. Um, my friend Ashley and I had been, we, we'd kind of been doing this, this event, um, like a once monthly, uh, potluck style get together, um, where we each, each time we picked a country as the theme. And that's ev- awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it was awesome. Um, so we would pick a country and like everybody would make some sort of dish. And is she with the inn at that this time too? We're like, have they already been together? Or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. They, they, yeah, she, okay. she had moved here, uh, and he, he moved in with her because okay. they'd met, whatever. Blah. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, so they, I met Ashley when I came to visit Ian. They were, they had been together. So, so Ashley and I had gotten to know each other. She at the time had like major travel bug and me with like kind of coming off of my, my travels. We were like, since we can't go travel anywhere right let's now, bring it to us. let's bring it to us. That's so we did these parties. Um, and I think if you ask me, food is the best way to experience the culture. Mm-hmm. So we were like, all right, well, food, that's what you're going to experience anyway. It's exactly. like, where can we go eat German food? Or where can we go eat? <laughs> exactly. So we would pick a country. I think, I think the first one we did might've been Russia. And it was cute. Cause the way like at, the, at each party, we had a way to like pick the next one mm-hmm. and it, which kind of changed. Like at, at first we were, we actually had a globe and we would be like, all right, just we spin oh, the globe cool. and somebody points at it and like, <laughs> okay, that'll be our next country. But we quickly discovered that that was really hard to do because most of the earth is ocean. ocean. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's seafood again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um, then we did like a, a hat drawing to, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know. So just, it was, just out of curiosity really quick. What, what was your favorite country? Like, ooh, food wise. Uh, oh my gosh. It's, it's actually been a while now, so I don't remember what all we did and, and I'll have to look that up. Okay. Next, next podcast. I do. I do remember she made a Russian honey cake and I've never forgotten it. Is it like baklava in a way uh, or it's totally different? Um, it's totally different. At least how she made it was really dense, but it is like layers of, of so whatever dough and mm-hmm. oh my God. It was so, so it good. is similar. But also very different. Gotcha. I'd have to see it and taste it because baklava is one of those desserts that I'm like, if it's there. Well, but baklava is, is that phyllo dough and this right. is a different oh, okay. thing. It's still layers and it's still honey, but it's very different. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so that was, that was good. Um, anyway, so we, we, we were doing these monthly food parties and um, we called them around the world parties because <laughs> we're dorky. Um <laughs> So the next one, so it can't have been more than a month between that date where I met Ashley and Drew, Ashley and Drew, Sarah and Drew, and, uh, and, and when we had our next party, but I show up at the party that me and Ashley were kind of the co-hosts of, and Drew and Sarah were there, and I walk in, and both of us kind of were like, like, I think Drew actually said to me first, he's like, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I was like, me, what are you doing here? This is my party. <laughs> and it turned out that he actually worked with Ian and Ashley. Uh, and so we had, yeah, so that was, it was just cool. And then we've been friends ever since. So is he in the food industry too? Ian? Uh, no, he, he was in the tech side. Okay. So they, they worked at a tech company, but Ian and Ashley were in the culinary right. department. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't, why am I talking about that? I well, don't know. You were talking about the, the, there was a funny story before Drew and Sarah danced. Oh, like, well, yeah, I was telling you how, like, 
how I met them. Mm-hmm. That was anyway. So they've 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 become really really good friends here. Um, another another big reason that I wanted to stay. And so they and they were in the dance community. Oh yes. So they and, and yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they God. They've made such an impact on my life. <laughs> um, yeah. They they were in the Lindy Hop dance community in Connecticut where they lived before here and oh they came from Connecticut mm-hmm. holy cow culture shock well <laughs> yeah. so, I mean that's what, for all of us kind of yeah you know, it's so different than than our origins right yeah um but they they had been a big part of their dance community there and so they they were also uh Drew Drew has been DJing for this school here called the 920 special and they they well so yeah so I guess so since we met at the dance thing they knew that I liked to dance and they had been kind of just encouraging me to take classes and and specifically at this one school um, and it took it took a couple of years before I actually signed up for a class but they they were the ones who originally told me about it and um, in that time had in the, that couple of years had you done some dancing but you just hadn't taken classes or you just e- were like. Eh. Uh, I, I hadn't done much in San Francisco. I mean, I, I went back to that Lindy in the Park event a few times because it was super, super cute. Um, but yeah, I, I, like, I don't know. I just, I felt like it, it always feels like life is so busy. You don't have time to squeeze anything else in. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, you know, once I signed up for a class there, uh, I, I got hooked and, and then it was like, okay, like I can, I can spare an hour a week for this this new hobby. It was fun, um, and the more oh my gosh, the more you <laughs> yeah. At the end of it, how many hours a week were you? Oh okay. my well, because then you started line dancing too, right on top of it. So like, if you took there's total no, dance hours, there's no well, there's no end of it. I'm not done here. Oh god, but oh god, <laughs> yeah, no, but like yeah. So it started off with I would I would go for the the hour long class um, and then go home. But the school, the way the format is, they, they have classes, you know, around seven and eight PM and then nine 30, there's a social dance. Um, so I, I just, I didn't start out staying for the social dance, but eventually, you know, if you want to get better, you have to actually, actually have to dance with people. So, <laughs> so I started going for the class staying. That would the, be my hardest thing because like yeah. I would feel totally judged. I think it is. I think that is the hardest part for any, any new dancer. And it, mm-hmm. I was no different. Um, it's just, it's almost, it's the same kind of feeling when you recommend a movie to somebody and you want them so bad to like it as much as you mm. did, but sometimes they don't. And it's like, you fear that, you know, that like the, the, the conversation, I'm the same, well, I really didn't like it. And you're just like, what? You didn't like it? That kind of feeling. Cause it's like, if I went up to somebody that was a seasoned dancer, Mm-hmm. I would be so intimidated thinking that I'm holding them back mm-hmm. and that I'm that I'm like making it a bad experience for them mm-hmm. is what I would feel. <laughs> but you said they're very open. Well, I I totally get that feeling. That is absolutely how I felt and it's how I felt when I have had done other dances in the past. I did salsa years before. Um and and yeah, I, I always felt like like yeah, you're holding them back or, you know, how they're going to judge you. You just, it just, it's, it, it is really hard. I think it's really hard anytime you, you start anything new when it's, when you're, when you're still learning it's and struggling, like there's always that fear of embarrassment and, mm-hmm. um, and when it's an activity where you're at, you have a partner and you know, um, it's just that much more, it's awkward and it's, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I guess, I guess I had enough intrinsic motivation to want to learn this that I, I kept at it and eventually started staying for the social dances and um i mean the the other hard thing is i've i've never had like close friends who 
who encouraged me to to like join them at a thing. Like I was always doing this stuff on my own. So like, you know, I mean, there's, there's nice people there, but like, I just, I didn't have any close friends to kind of buddy up with and feel, like have that comfort level. Cause, cause Drew and Sarah weren't, they weren't going weekly at that point. They were just like, you should do this. <laughs> so they were like encouraging me from afar. Um, but, but yeah, eventually, you know, I got to know people and so it was easier to stay and actually practice and, do, you know, um, so at that, then it turned from one hour a week to I was staying two hours and then I started staying later and my my friends at the, at the dance school like at some point they started kind of teasing me they're like oh my god you made it to midnight <laughs> <laughs> um, like yeah anytime I would stay late they were they noticed because I, I would always leave early uh-huh. um, but yeah so it, so it just it kind of grew and grew and then I was dedicating a whole evening a week to it and then I was like okay what other venues can I go to and I started I would occasionally go to other venues so then it was a couple times a week and then now when you say venues you mean Lindy Hop venues or yes okay yeah specifically so different they'll have like there's different um like schools like where they teach a lesson and do do a social dance similar to that I just described and um but but usually it's like one night a week at because they'll they'll rent out a space in a in a Usually, like a cultural center. Mm-hmm. So the 920 special goes to the uh, the Russian center in San Francisco, and <laughs> we've got the Swedish American Hall, and we've got the Russian Hall, and we, like it's all. Um. Anyway, so so yeah, so I was like, th- we had our Thursday nights, and then I was like, oh well, on Wednesdays I can go to Cat's Corner, or you know, stuff like that, and then and then, and then you learn that oh my gosh, there's these weekend events, and uh, so I would go to the ones in or near San Francisco and then you're like oh but then there's other stuff and you travel to events and then at that point you're dedicating whole weekends and thousands of dollars a year to well, yeah because you have pictures from like a camp was that oh like a- and then there's there's oh, what's it called camp swing <laughs> I'm actually wearing the shirt <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that and that's a really unique event because it's you are camping mm-hmm. um in the redwoods in Mendocino and I now mean, are you camping camping are you in cabins like glamping or camping like which are you because I because you uh, were in a dress well like a really nice piano dress right so <laughs> you're obviously not wearing that and then going and climbing in a tent not no 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 not a tent. We had we had cabins um where we could build fires or a big fireplace in each one. I mean it was I, I don't know. I don't know what the definition like how nice does it have to be to be called glamping? But you're not in a tent. Okay, well in a sleeping sh- bag. You're in a Well, bed. we were we had cots and sleeping bags in, okay, in so a that's, cabin. Okay, so that's kind of like a cro- that's a hybrid camping yeah. glamping. Yeah, it feels yeah. it feels like a hybrid. <laughs> so and and they they we you know had it catered so there was oh, there so was you, food and there was a, a hall where we okay, had Okay, that's glamping. <laughs> <laughs> that takes the percentage much higher to the glamping side. Okay. Catering well, food in. <laughs> not eating grub worms or no, 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 no. We cooking, it cooking wasn't, steaks on a it over was, the fire. It was not full on camping, okay. but it's such a short weekend that you can't you can't be spending much time doing that sort of stuff because you're you're there to dance right. in the woods. Uh, so it's, it's just it's it's different. It's unique. It was super special. It's amazing. I hope they they are able to continue this. The only time I've ever seen dancing in the woods woods was like uh, for spells, like witches and all that right. Stuff. This was very different. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> would be. Did they have like a floor carved out for you in the woods or something? Like how were you dancing on? Well, the I mean, dirt? there's there's buildings. No, oh, there's so, like a dance hall. Oh, 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 oh okay. I mean, uh, it's, I, I don't think so, that was its original purpose, but. But there's a a place, an okay. indoor place, okay, um, like that picture where I'm wearing the dress. Like mm-hmm. you see the doors, and yep. there's it's a whole, yeah. Uh, 
so that's Camp Swing. I don't know. See, so I, I'm going to all, like weekend events. I think that year I probably went to six different events. Oh God, I spent so much money <laughs> and so much time. And I don't know. So it, it, it slowly like takes over your whole life, but it's so fun. And I think it was worth, it was worth dedicating all that time. I don't, I'm not, I, I don't mean to be speaking in the past tense because I'm just not over. <laughs> just COVID has ruined it for me for yeah. the time being. Um, yeah, because that, yeah. you were just getting it. So at the time that COVID hit, you were just getting into line dancing or had you been doing that for a while? Um, <laughs> that, that probably had been four, four or five months, I think. Um, yeah. So, so I, <laughs> I'm doing all of this Lindy hop and then I have a friend who has been going to like, there's a, well now there's two, two country bars <laughs> in San Francisco convenient to me and they were do they're offering free line dancing on, you know, one or two nights a week. And I had a friend who was going regularly and mentioned it on several occasions. And finally I went and I was like, Oh, this is super fun too. It's a totally different, totally different style mm-hmm. and totally different well, experience. Well, yeah. Totally different vibe inside. Like that, like yeah. the whole I mean, culture is completely different. Yes. Yeah. yeah cause yeah. you, cause I like, so I see swing dancers being, cause like you were saying, like they, they, they get into the history of it. It's more like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're, they're more, um, I don't want to say dedicated, but it's just like, they're, they're just more into the, like the, you would see them wearing the the dresses, like getting into it. like, but that's a. It's you do it like the cowboy hats and boots and all that on this side too. But it's like different. It's 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 like these people are more serious about the the whole like culture surrounding it, where these people are just here to dance. Yeah, kind of thing. That's, I think that's not a bad way to describe it. I mean, and that's kind of how I I was like separating the two because when I got into Lindy, that was like you know I like my my passion and my work was was dog training um and and lindy dancing was supposed to be my fun hobby like stress-free is just a way to whatever have fun but like the more time i started to dedicate to it and the more like seriously i was taking it like it kind of was like i don't it, it wasn't just fun it was like more of a serious pursuit as well so then when i started going to the the line dancing thing i was like okay well this will just be my fun hobby that's like no stress and no pressure but then once we started getting more people going to line dancing we were like we want to learn all the line dances and we're going to spend <laughs> practice time outside the actual like <laughs> it just that that started to become like a, a thing that took up more time and uh, mental space too i'm gonna have to link to the video of you doing the the line dance that you did oh god the boots that's so good i think i've watched that <laughs> it's video not like so good <laughs> it is good it's it is good but like I, you probably never look at yourself dancing and think that it's great because you're still it's really hard to, to watch yourself yeah. dancing I, just like it's really it's really hard to watch yourself do anything mm-hmm. like i do watch my own youtube videos and stuff to try to see what i'm doing to, to like get a little bit better but mm-hmm. it's still not easy no i, I mean i think it, it's important i think you mm-hmm. have to watch yourself recorded doing especially with dancing and and that is how I learned dog training too is recording myself and watching back and getting feedback and getting to like look look and see like oh like I did do that with my hand or you know mm-hmm. um, I you have to do it but it doesn't change the fact that it's so awkward and and hard cringy um but so we've talked about dancing we've talked about how you got into working with dogs and stuff like that and so now you're you are a full-fledged dog trainer mm-hmm. uh, and you're getting into social uh, or separation anxiety and stuff like that which is cool mm-hmm. um, and that's what you plan to to keep doing but tell like talk a little bit about because that during this whole adventure <laughs> you got a kid a what? dog a dog busy. Oh. <laughs> 
like, whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> Wait, I had a kid. Yeah. I know, I mean, surprise. It's like your baby, you know what I mean? You got this little baby, you got Dizzy. Oh, here. man, well, yeah, I mean, but that was funny, too, because as I've... As I got into dog training, you know, and I was, I started working at this puppy preschool, um, like, and, and developed relationships with the trainers there. Like everybody's like, you should have your own dog. Like I hadn't had a pet in so long because I was doing all of that travel Mm -hmm. and you know, I wanted to to make responsible decisions. I'm not going to. Oh, uh, could you imagine doing all that travel with a, with a dog? Like, I mean, people have done it. I know, but you got the quarantine time and stuff in like. If oh, you're yeah. going to other countries, like when you were in Ireland and stuff like that. Oh, like, it, it definitely complicates things. Yeah. I mean, traveling with, with pets or kids, like it, yeah. it, it adds doable, a layer yeah, of... Like, <laughs> yeah, do you want to go through that? Because I, I've i seen people traveling with kids and I'm like, there's no way I could do that and keep my sanity. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't even consider it, honestly. I was just like... I will just wait to get another pet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I've always been, I've always loved animals, but at the time it was just like, this is, this is my travel time. I will wait until I'm stationary to, to get a pet. Cause that's, you know, I, I, I wouldn't want to, to get one and then be like, Oh, I'm going to go off somewhere else. And like, what happens to that animal? Like I, I just wanted to be responsible. So, so I hadn't had a pet for a long time and I had all these dog trainer friends and they were like, you need to have your own dog. And I'm like, yeah, I know you're right. But I don't know. And then, and then because of all, all the stuff that I had learned about, uh, the, like the importance of, of choosing the right puppy or the right dog for your lifestyle, um, I, like I knew too much. And, and so I was like, oh my God, like I have to find the perfect animal. And I, <laughs> and, and so that was just, I, I just, I, I overthink things. Yes. That's just who I am. <laughs> um, research and research. And, and yeah. And, and it's, so, so it just, years went on and they were like, <laughs> I, like you could, you could almost like hear people talking like, why doesn't Jennifer have a dog yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah. And then, and so I was teaching a, a puppy manners class and I had this family, um, that were there as my students with their dog and they were so lovely. And, uh, and at the end of their course, I, you know, I, I did dog sitting as well in my home and, and I was like, Hey, you guys should call me if you ever own a dog sitter. Cause your dog's super cool. And not like a week later, like days, I, I don't know how long, but they, they emailed me and they were like, Hey, like you gave us your card and asked if you ever need us needed a sitter, but we're actually, we're, we're looking at rehoming our dog. Um, Lucas, Lucas, his name was <laughs> Lucas. Um, and, and do you want to consider adopting him? Um, and I, I mean, I, I took that very seriously. I was like, well, cause why? you had already had in your mind what you wanted. Like you, oh, you yeah, weren't yeah. looking for anything like him. No, I, I had, I had a breeder picked out. I had like contacted them. I was like knew when I, when I needed to apply for this puppy that I had in mind, um, Lucas wasn't, didn't fit the description, Mm -hmm. but I still thought he was super cool. Um, but I also, you know, this, this family, they had young kids and I was like, like, why, why don't you feel like you can keep him? Can I help somehow? Can I, you know, maybe, do you know that you can have dog walkers to help you to take some of the workload? Cause he's super energetic dog. And I just, I, I wanted to help them find a way to keep him because they, they clearly loved this dog. I, I mean, I'd seen them in class for six weeks and they were, they were so good with him. Even the, the kids were amazing with him. Um, Isla, she's adorable. She actually, um, because we have at this point have 
kind of a relationship. She's super cute. She she told her parents that she wants to work with animals and that when she's old enough, she's going to start a cat care company with me and mm. we're going to be business par- business partners. Oh, wow. Cats, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, she's amazing. Um, no, I, I love them. They're so, that's, they're, they're just a great family. Um, so I wanted to help like try and figure out like, have you how how much have you thought this through like can we come up with another solution and she reiterated a few times you know like no we we really thought it through we just it's it just wasn't the right time for us to have a dog um so we did a a trial you know where like a like a foster to adopt sort of situation where he came to stay with me um had had all sorts of digestive issues that we had to try and work through in those first few weeks and but but I don't know if it's like somewhere in there was like no he's Yes, I want to keep him. He's great. He's the perfect dog for me. Every every day, I think he's more perfect for me. But um, yeah, so he became my baby, and mm-hmm. now I have a dog. Um, so it's yeah. So it's just, it's just everything. Like I feel like San Francisco is where I I found, found myself. Yeah. Like I found like everything I love is here Mm -hmm. and it's, and it's not just all of that stuff. It's, it's all of the relationships I have here and, and it's the place and it's the weather um, because the weather is perfect. Um, But I don't know, just San Francisco's actually what I, what I have been saying this whole time is like one of the main reasons I love San Francisco is that I, from day one, I have felt like San Francisco is a place where you can be, you can be whoever you are mm-hmm. and, and like nobody cares. Like there's so people are so quirky and weird here. And, and yes, you've, you know, you've got the tech culture and all of that and, and the gentrification and stuff. People, people complain about how much the city's changed, but I've only known it in the last six and a half years. And it's still, to me, feels like, like you can just, you can just be who you want to be here and no one's going to judge you. Like I, I came from a very different culture mm-hmm. where like, yeah, you, you're, I know the you're, culture <laughs> you came from. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like... Bible Belt. Yeah, it, it's like, it's like there's there's right and wrong, and if you're doing the wrong thing, like, people are... You're ousted. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. It, 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 here, people are open, and they're like, oh, like, you walk around in a diaper. That's cool. Like, I, like <laughs> I, people, you just... You said, right, there's somebody at, at yes, the door I saw, in a diaper. I saw somebody, like, knocking on their friend's... <laughs> door and they're standing there in a diaper like a grown man <laughs> just, but but there's stuff like that constantly like mm-hmm. and and you just don't think about it you're driving around and you're just like oh there's that guy he's that's just san francisco mm-hmm. and it, it, it so it just it was well, and freeing I think and i think that's a west coast thing because it's in portland and seattle mm-hmm. too like it's it's just more accepted on this coast than you know yeah the, the back that way yeah back so toward I, the east yeah well I, I haven't spent much time on the east coast so i don't I don't know that culture, but if, I don't know here of, of all the places that I've lived. Cause I have, I have moved around a lot, even in addition to the, the travel, the international travel, but this is the only place where I've known that. And, and it was like, it was freeing. And it, like I said, like I was kind of, I've just felt like I'm, I am in love with this city. Like I, even the, the crappier aspects of it, I'm just like, Oh, San Francisco. Like, I just love it. Is that a, is that a, uh, would that be a pun? 
the crappy aspect of it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean it that way, but that is the there joke. there seems to be a lot of poop in San Francisco. That is the joke. <laughs> but you just, I don't know, you just deal with it. Yeah. Well, because you, it's you so say, like worth you said, it. said, you joke about it. Human or animal. <laughs> yeah, the, the game. Human yeah. or dog. <laughs> Whose poop is that? Um, <laughs> I don't know. But that being said, so let's talk about some places. Like, what are your favorite places? Like, you're a foodie. You love food. Oh, that was like, yeah. That was the about- other thing. That is why. <laughs> that is why I felt like I can't leave San Francisco because from day one here, like any time I would eat out at a restaurant, like it was just mind blowing. And I was told, like, yeah, there there can't really be any bad restaurants here because they just don't last. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's so it's, competitive. It's competitive, and it's, it's just so expensive mm-hmm. to to have a space here. That if you're not really really good. See, and what's cool is that's the same way I feel. Like, every time I go somewhere in Portland, I'm just, like, expecting, you know, whatever. And my mind's been blown every time. Because <laughs> well, until you came here, and I've shown well, you all these. <laughs> yes, yes. But it's, but it's very similar. Like, it, it, I could still find places up there, probably, that would do the same thing. Mm. So, I'm just saying, like, the the. You're like, you're like, don't, don't, don't change your mind. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not worried about that. I'm just saying like, the, I think that in these, in some of these bigger cities that are, cause Portland is another foodie town. Mm-hmm. So it's like, because they keep out like the, the chains, the, the, yeah. you know, like the, the places that claim to be the great. Olive Gardens, Yes, the Olive Gardens <laughs> that are not Italian food. You go to a place that's Italian food and you're just like. This is what Italian's supposed to taste like. Yeah, like uh, this is what lasagna's supposed to taste like. Wow, I live for those moments. Yeah, I do too. But so, so yeah, so, so I had those like every single day here, mm-hmm. and that is what ruined travel for me because I was like, I just don't feel like I could go anywhere and have as good of food. Like I, <laughs> you know, it's, mm-hmm. any any trips that I have taken since I've lived here, I'm like, oh, like I just want to be eating well. I want to go back home and eat well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I just I I eat so well since living here and it's not just restaurants like just food trucks there's well f- that's i mean i would consider that a restaurant as well oh. I, I, what i mean is i i can prepare my own food and it feels better here because there's there's you know it's there's farmland mm-hmm. around san francisco and, and you, so you can get all this wonderful local produce and it's yeah no you get the weekly pe- box is that weekly or is that uh oh i i do a subscription box it's bi bi-weekly bi-weekly yeah and you does get that veggies. mean does that mean Every other week or yeah. twice. <laughs> that means every other week. Yeah. <laughs> I never know, but yeah. So, so right now I get it every other week. But, but I wasn't doing that the whole time. I just like you can go to any store and you just, eat. and and people care like, mm-hmm. and that's that's how you get better food. Is that the whole community has to care about eating better? You know right. where well, I yeah, where I come from. Like you, you just people just eat crap and they eat. Just, oh yeah, you just, just go through meat. a drive through and just like hamburgers and French fries and 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 even at home meatloaf and potatoes it's, and everything's meat and potatoes mm-hmm. and like it, oh god it was so funny when I, I was talking to my mom about oh because I've totally forgot that the that boyfriend my first boyfriend here um, was vegan and so we were eating a vegan diet and my mom was just like she was worried so I think I, she was just worried she was like what are you eating. Like right. she just had no idea Where what does a person protein? Yeah, if you're not eating meat and potatoes, what are you eating? <laughs> like are you going to disappear? Like <laughs> So but yeah, so like just people people care about the quality of of the food here and that I mean that affects everything about mm-hmm. life. So Well, and you know, I got I have to say like I have to admit like I I deal with stomach issues if I don't eat mm-hmm. good food. Yeah, like I, I do too I, now. Yeah, I mean if I go eat fast food because I'm out somewhere 
it just goes right through me. My stomach gets all upset. Mm. But ever since I've been out here with the food you've been making, <laughs> my stomach has been great. Like, See? yeah. And it's been so good. You sure and you want to move here? No, I, <laughs> I'm just that's teasing. like, that is in the, that is in the, the, the stars. Okay. Like it's, it's one of the possibilities. <laughs> so, um, so let's talk about the, the decision because, so let's talk about how we met first of all, cause this is like the origin story. All right. Well, why don't you talk for a while? <laughs> this is your, this is your origin. <laughs> Mine will be another time. You're going to interview me. Well, <laughs> so, but we can, I can, I can cue it up. So you, mm. Jennifer, were <laughs> one of our um, our students in our Lita challenge, which is a where we go live every day in in April. Mm-hmm. It's where we encourage people to get on camera and get out from behind their fear and come <laughs> out and, and and do videos. And you got involved in that. Why Why did you actually like? What was your motivation to get? Because I think Julie. <laughs> who you had been taking a course she suggested that that the dog trainers do live like the no how did that happen yeah well how did I actually you actually that? that i was thinking about that this morning i was like oh that's that's what it was but now i don't oh no actually uh julie oh there were so many different things that were happening so julie did like a five-day challenge to help dog trainers just get their services online, mm-hmm. you know, and because of COVID, like that was kind of important and timely. And, um, so she, I think it was just during that five days, she actually had Luria on. Oh, so I remember Luria doing that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so that happened. And then I must've gotten on your email list after that mm-hmm. and found out about Lita. And I was like, I don't know, maybe this is a thing I could do. So I, <laughs> I just, so what, so like, cause in your mind, what were you thinking about live video? Like, uh, like what, cause you knew you had already started kind of dabbling in video. Mm-hmm. So, and you were working toward that already, right? I was, yeah. So I, I was just, I was just scrambling. I was just trying to figure out what, what to do. Cause I had been doing in-person training classes and, mm-hmm. and private training sessions in person. And I didn't know, you know, nobody knew how long this, this whole thing was going to go on. And I was just trying to figure out like what the best format is to like, continue to educate people about their dogs um and so I was I was looking at doing you know zoom classes and I don't know and I I didn't know anything about live video in fact like I didn't even watch other people's because I thought they were stupid (laughs) (laughs) but um but I don't know I was just I was just kind of exploring just seeing like what what options were out there Mm -hmm. um and I kind of thought, like, even if I didn't end up doing live video, like, I am extremely uncomfortable mm-hmm. with cameras around. <laughs> well, and just to cl- just to be clear, anybody who might be listening that was also in Lita, she's not saying your videos were stupid. <laughs> she is saying other people's live streams on in general. So, Wait, what? Well, just because so there's, there's going to be people listening to this that came from Lita that you just said, I didn't oh, watch their videos because they were stupid. But no, you, no, no, no. But you I didn't sh- mean that. You meant, uh, no. Yeah. no well, I, I, meant, I just like, wanted to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, b- before... Way before April of this year, like I just, you you know, when, when live video became like a thing, like Mm -hmm. I just, I never got it. Right. I just didn't understand. Well, yeah, because a lot of people don't do it right. A lot of people do it like very, like I cringe because I teach it. So Mm -hmm. I see people doing it. I'm just like, uh, what are you doing? Uh, You should should not be going live. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I just hadn't seen a good, a good example of it. A good use case for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I I just, I just didn't understand the platform because I, I, and so you got involved. Not in that world. Um, so I got involved. Yeah. I, I, so I, I guess I thought like the point really wasn't 
I mean, I don't know. I, I thought maybe I could do this, but even if I don't, it's it's a way to practice being on camera yeah, and with your confidence in, in like a safe space. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is that is what Lita did, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, because you your first one, like we your very first video, we as a team were like. Here's one of our star students. Like, <laughs> my first like, video. Your very first one. No we, way. Like, yes, the very first one. This is your personality. Like mm-hmm. your smile, your personality. We, As a team, even the mods were all like, she's one to watch. <laughs> and there were others too, but you were like, the, like I, I was like. Sure you did. I did. <laughs> I, could, I can probably go back and find the message that I sent if I really need to, but I don't remember what platform we were chatting on at that time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, then it was like your th- was it your third one where you talked about when you were crying? No, 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 no. So it was a weekend. It was, I think it was day six or seven. Okay. I, like, like that, <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Like that's the amount of time that it took for me to be like, I could do this on my own or try this on my own business page. I mean, some of the other participants in Lita had, they were already like doing this publicly, you know, mm-hmm. within that at, like outside the private group and and i was like okay like maybe i should <laughs> try it was it and your I, first one that you yeah. cried on oh wow yeah which is why i was like oh my god well <laughs> and when i heard that because i i thought you so here's what i thought i thought when i heard that i was like i thought you tried to go live started crying and then couldn't like you talked yourself out of it that's mm. what i thought and no then but what actually I, happened was i i did i did the live and i was it was going great it was fine it was whatever um and like at some point I just started crying and like couldn't stop. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like I don't want to ugly cry. <laughs> and just like, like ugly just cry. For, for like minutes on end, you just hear like, me crying and people <laughs> like nobody wants to see that. So I, I like ended it. But, but yeah, so, and, and, and like immediately after that, I like went back to the leader group and was like, oh my God, you guys like, mm-hmm. uh, right. And so I took that to mean you started one cried didn't do it and then then went and explained that and then when i found out you actually had gone live and and cried i just felt like so compelled to like reach out to you (laughs) and accidentally (laughs) so we we have a rule um in lita and and any other thing we do that you just don't please don't friend request us because we get so many i mean there's been times when i've got like 10 15 friend requests and i knew that yeah and you knew that and so I go to send you a message because I wanted to reach out and be like, you know, just to kind of encourage you. And because I was like, I was invested in you because I thought you were going to be great at doing that. So I wanted to like encourage you. Mm-hmm. And so I went to hit, there's like add friend and then the message thing. And I was like, and I was like, oh shit, I just friend requested her. <laughs> and you can't take it back. You can't? I, I mean, I probably could have, but you probably still would have saw the notification. And then I would have, <laughs> and I was in my head thinking, okay. So if I if I retract this, she's going to see that I added her, but then it's not going to add add me, and then it's going to be weird because then if she says anything, I'm going to have to explain. Like, you know what I mean? So I was like having this full on thought in my head of like, what did I just do? Sure. And so then you I sent me a message. So I, then I sent you a message. We started talking. Um, and did we did we talk every day after that? Mm-hmm. Every single day after mm-hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> For the rest of Lita. And then for the last three months. Yeah, for the last three months, and and then we um had a meeting, meeting our meeting where we had <laughs> well we were supposed to have under, ramen together under the guise of <laughs> we're in quarantine. We, yeah. yeah, we should do a face to face thing. Yeah, which was cool. Um, but yeah, uh, it, which which was kind of funny because like I I I always watched for you to go live. And and I would comment and stuff, and I guess that was a sign to some other people that there was more, like, there was, like, chemistry or something, mm. like, 
between us because <laughs> that has been mentioned a couple times. <sighs> and then I, I was like thinking to myself one time, I was like, I need to comment on other people's stuff because it's going to be so <laughs> obvious if I don't. So I started commenting on other people's stuff a little Which bit more. Which you should have been doing anyway. Well, I, I did try to go in there and, know, and do I that. Know. So, but yeah. <laughs> so we had our meeting. Uh, and how did you think that went? Well, we ended up talking for four hours and uh-huh. I, it was past my bedtime. Way and past I it. Probably could have kept talking if I didn't notice the time. So mm-hmm. I, I would say it went really well. <laughs> yeah, I, I can say that too. I didn't get to have ramen though, unfortunately. I had to uh, settle for pho because <laughs> my ramen place ended up being... Cl- well, so I had ordered, placed the order and then they were like, oh, we're sorry. We can't deliver this. I mean, and to be fair, like restaurants were still figuring out how to survive yes. during COVID. So they, they were. So. so you still got soup. You had your pho. I did. I did. And it was excellent. So <laughs> it was more about the, the, the company. And I even dressed up. I wore my, I wore a <laughs> button up, a snap up Western shirt with oh jeans my and my cowboy boots. <laughs> Which I never got to see. Nope, I didn't, didn't know that until recently. <laughs> uh-huh. And you, I remember what you wore to you. That, Do you? Yeah, I don't. It was uh, that, that green shirt that oh, right. hangs down. My new sweater. It was brand new. Yeah. It was brand new? Yeah. Yeah. But it looked nice. And I, and I, I liked in the when you were doing your Lita, you were like, I got someplace I got to be. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited and it went well. Yeah. And so let's talk about, so you're in San Francisco. We, you know, I didn't plan on, like when I, so I don't know how much to, to, to go into, but I, so I was on an RV trip for client work Mm -hmm. and in that we had already been talking and I had this brilliant idea. Hmm? I'm like, (laughs) I could swing up through San Francisco and maybe she'd be pretty much on your way anyway. Yeah. And I was like, maybe she'd be cool with, uh, and I wanted to pitch it as a COVID meeting so that you didn't feel like we had to be closer than six feet. I didn't want you to, you know freak out but i was like Uh anything anything that i could say to to get that to happen to sell the idea Uh, (laughs) and so i pitched it and you're like yeah and then i stopped Mm -hmm. we met i had Mm -hmm. cookies i think that's what got me i think you put something in the cookies the cookies they're good cookies they're excellent cookies and actually there's only two left in there but you ate all the, my cookies? No, I, all but two. There's oh still a bunch God. in the freezer. There's still a bunch of freezer. We've got stuff to make more. But we'll have to, so we're going to post the recipe to these cookies at some point. Mm. Like we're going to make them on a vlog so people can see and experience, Yummy. at least the experience of seeing them be made. And then they can make their own. They're going to want to make their own because yeah. they're so good. Yeah, but they got to follow your recipe to a T so that they're exact, so they can experience <laughs> exactly what, which, do you change that up every time a little bit? No, that's one recipe that I do the same every time. Except that, you know, we changed the pecans, the pecans and, and the yeah, walnuts. Yeah. Well, and also, there was something else. The recipe calls for baking soda and baking powder, but I'd never had baking powder <laughs> to use. Okay, but there was something else that you changed, I thought you said, mm. that was a little bit different. Maybe maybe not. I th- maybe that was the other cookies. I don't know. Because those cookies it was, it was a, Well, it was a New York Times recipe, and I think that they... You know, they're oatmeal cookies, so I think that they say, like, you can you can put raisins in, but why would you do that? Because that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always choose the alternative, which is dried cherries instead of raisins. Mm-hmm. Which I never would have thought, because I'm not, I don't like dried fruit. Like You keep just, saying all these things you I don't know, like. I <laughs> know, you keep t- proving me wrong, like beets. I hate beets. And garlic. I was, yeah, and I was so, like, I was, I was stirring those beets last night, and I just kept getting that smell, and I was just like. This is not going to be good. <laughs> God, I really don't want to have this conversation later. But oh. I'm like, this is going to be gross. Like, I was just so worried because it was so much. 
and I saw you putting it on the bread, and I was mm-hmm. like, I thought maybe it's just gonna be a little spatter of beets, but no, <laughs> no. it was a, a more like six dollops or whatever you call them, bloom, 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 <laughs> and then good, cheese. Good sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like blown away. Yeah, like it's that was good yeah, that was something that if I had at a restaurant, I would be like. What the hell was that? Like that's, that's a fifteen dollar grilled cheese right there. Probably, you think it's that, that cheap? That much, <laughs> that much be- that many beets? Like I don't know. It's a, it was a lot of work. We did. We yeah. put a lot of work into making yeah. this. So you got the labor but- cost. You got the food cost. Beets can't be cheap. Are they? I don't, know. I don't I know. know. But anyway, it was delicious. So that okay. So, so then the cookies I, are good. The cherries in the cookies are good. Yeah. So I came down. I visited. So what we had cookies. We had cookies. We colored and coloring books yep, and sang, sang songs. <laughs> yep, that was so much fun. So what so after that weekend, and Then you went home. I did. After that weekend, what were you feeling after that weekend? I don't know. I you know, honestly, I was feeling like that was super fun. I mean, I wasn't looking for a relationship, especially not a long distance one, because I have mm-hmm. spent a cumulative mm, five, six. Seven, like seven, Five, six, seven <laughs> very funny uh no like probably at least seven years total in long distance relationships mm. and i was freaking over them and mm-hmm. i just so i just didn't even i wasn't considering that at all right like and, you and were I, I wasn't either like i wasn't i wasn't i was kind of hoping there would be something but i wasn't sure what that would look like you know what i mean but mm. i but i knew that in what i do i have freedom to move about so I was like, if there's something, because I did feel something, I was like, if there's something, I can totally like. Yeah, and I didn't. Or, I didn't know that. I didn't. I mean, I had that wasn't in my head at all. I was mm-hmm. just like, it's a cool guy. <laughs> and then, and then I sent you a text message asking you <laughs> on a proper date. On Is a that the text? Date, yeah. <laughs> Where you responded? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh i didn't respond right away i freaked out and Uh i was texting my friends about it and accidentally (laughs) so i yeah so i I had sent a text to one of my friends and i was copying and pasted it pasting it to another friend but you texted me in between there so i accidentally pasted it into your chat box (laughs) and sent it directly to you and i was mortified And, and you were uh, going to go die the next day. Yeah, I was pretty much, well, I'm going to go bury myself alive now. Uh-huh. So wow, that's that. It's, that. Yep. it's been a good run. Yep, and I thought good it was hilarious. You. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. No, you you responded very, in like, <laughs> the only way <laughs> that could have made that better. No, it was really good. Uh, you, yeah, you, no, that was a lot you of fun. Didn't, you didn't embarrass me, or didn't make me feel more embarrassed than I already was. Good. And so <laughs> that kind of started the the thought of possibly you know, going out or whatever. Cause mm-hmm. I was, cause I decided I was going to come down here for a month and help you with your, I didn't, I didn't decide initially at a month. I was, I was thinking like two weeks, three mm-hmm. weeks, something like that because you were getting ready to launch a YouTube channel. Yeah. And start doing videos, so which, you, so you, know. you, you offered to help me, which I was like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now I know why. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was, but, but even if it would have just been that, I still would have done it. I yeah. still would have come down here and helped you because because you're the, a good person. I know. <laughs> well, and not just that because I because I, I truly believe in you. I believe mm-hmm. that you will be a good content creator. I, I when I saw you on Lita, that initial thought of wow, she's really good. That's still there. That's like that never left. Mm-hmm. So if that's all it would have been, I would have been totally cool with that. I would have mm-hmm. came down here. We would have done that. I'd have left. 
<laughs> I would have made sure you knew what's going on before I left, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. But, but, but you there let was, me know that you, there was more. Yes, there was more. And I did, I didn't feel like a lot of resistance from you about that, but you were kind of keeping me at a arm's length, I think, as far as the, you know, like yeah, the conversation. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, like, like I said, the long distance thing was, mm-hmm. I just, I was just like, I just don't even know if I, if I want to go down that road. I also was perfectly happy being single. Like mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, this is kind of the whole, the whole thing. I love my life here. I was fine. And also I kind of just, I don't know when I have been in relationships in the past, like I, it just, there's always, I don't know. I, I just seem to be happier single. So I, mm-hmm. I, there's always that re- resistance like well and i when and i've I had, gone on any dates you know i i feel the exact same way and i had i had actually come to terms before i even saw you that i was just i just didn't want to do it i, I was like didn't. i d- date oh. i just didn't want to date I'm you didn't like, want to date but you asked me on a proper date but i'm saying before you oh. before you i had come ah. to the conclusion in my mind that i just was going to be single like i just i'm not compatible with somebody because i've always felt like like I was close to somebody, but there was always this, this thing that was like in the way of me being all, all in. Like I was always one foot out, mm. you know? Yeah. And, so that's- and even when I just met you, like when, when I started hanging out with you, I was like, I would put both feet in here. Like I do, <laughs> I've no qualms about just jumping in mm. and I don't know where that came from, but that's just what it was. Yeah. So well, you, you got there before I did. Cause I, I felt the same way too. I was like, you know what? I'm probably just going to be single forever. Mm-hmm. And now, <laughs> now I feel differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when did it, when did things change for you? Like when did, when did you like, when was the, was there a moment that you remember that like it was just like a switch? You want that, <laughs> that moment again? Uh, not necessarily a moment, but like, you know, there has to be a moment where you were not, not necessarily a moment, but well, I guess it would have to be some one thing that like pushed you just slightly over the edge to where you were more well, open to well, when we had our proper date, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I wanted so bad to call it that, but I was trying, I was walking on, like, yeah. I didn't want to, the word, the word date do, does freak me out. Yeah, exactly. Which is, <laughs> I did not say it. I was like, I want to do this, but I in my head, I was like, <laughs> I wanted to say, uh, what time do you want me to pick you up for our date? Mm. But cause I wanted you to know that I was looking at it like, cause we had talked about the proper date and yeah. I wanted that to happen at some point. But then I was still very like, yeah. So, <laughs> so I never said it. <laughs> um, and that was only how many how many days was I here then three four not very many yeah, yeah. something like that because because uh, the first night so I it was funny because the first night I got here I was like I'm gonna be here at around seven thirty or whatever and mm-hmm. I was like do you want to do something or whatever and your watch said no oh <laughs> I was like okay because cool. they have the auto yeah yeah responder things <laughs> yeah so I was like okay that's cool like whatever <laughs> and then you're like oh no that was my watch yeah come over and let's. <laughs> So, so, so yeah. we hung out your first night here. Uh-huh. So yeah, so it was only like day three or four, I think. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that went well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so nervous that night. Like I was so anxious. Yeah, you seemed. Yeah, because I was like, I rem- I remember having a conversation, but like, and it was like we were talking about past relationships, and my mind yeah. was just like. I could not stop on thoughts. You like, didn't want to talk about yours? <laughs> I didn't. I got to the point where I was like, I don't want to talk about it because I could, because I was so anxious because there was other things I wanted to say to you. Like I wanted to, like when we went out. What did you want to say to me? That I liked you. Like oh. I, I, like when I went out there, I was like, I, I really like you, but I, but I, 
I was trying to be sensitive because I wasn't fe- like I I could see like you were giving me mixed, mixed signals because I, I felt like <laughs> the the things that you were doing I felt like you liked me, mm-hmm. but it was like there was other things where I was like I felt like you were keeping me at an arm's yeah no nope. and that that was exactly right. <laughs> but then we sat on the couch. Well, we we, danced, we decided to watch a movie. We danced a little bit. We danced. Yeah, which was <laughs> like I was still like in my head just like completely like <laughs> it was very obvious <laughs> was it you were and you were like did you you told me at one point well, just I was, chill or something or just relax or i said i said just relax but i was also not relaxed i was also very nervous i was just like i just don't know like why i don't want to i don't want to date <laughs> <laughs> but and then we we watched uh brave mm-hmm. disney movie brave <laughs> and i sat on the couch and then you sat very close. <laughs> and then even leaned in. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I was like, this could be good. Yeah. <laughs> and so then you leaned in and then we sat there and I just, I started the arm massage. like rubbing my shoulders. Yeah. 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 And I was like, okay, this is nice. Mm-hmm. And then everything just kind of, I just felt so relaxed. Like all that anxiety just, the, just went away. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, this feels really good. <laughs> so yeah. and so was that yeah i mean i guess that was if you if you had to pick a moment like that was it <laughs> so how did you feel after that like when we were all done and did you no you didn't stay the night no but we were we were up to like two thirty mm-hmm. because after the movie ended we just stayed on the couch to i think you might have fallen asleep i did fall asleep yeah and I just laid. And then I woke up and then I fell asleep again. And at some point I was like, I, yeah, I mean, that was, I guess that was why that was the moment. It was because normally like I'm, I'm oh, yeah. very You're strict about my yes, bedtime. Yes, yes. I'm like, I need to be, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'm very protective of my sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, like it was midnight and, and I like probably had dozed off and woke up and was like, but I didn't really want to leave. So then I fell back asleep <laughs> and, but it wasn't, it, it's just, it's just unlikely me for to, to stay up that late, but I, it wasn't so. Well, and yeah. I enjoyed it cause I was still just sitting there just massaging away, like <laughs> loving every minute of it. Yeah. So um, two thirty rolls around. I'm like, yeah, I should go home. Yeah. So I took you home. And so the next morning, like, <laughs> do you remember any of the thoughts that were going through your head? Like, were you? I don't Yeah. No? <laughs> I mean, I was I was probably just really happy because it was good. It was a good night. Mm-hmm. And then ever since then. So when was? I, uh, <laughs> what were you gonna? Well, have? nothing. I, I was gonna I was gonna talk about kissing because I can't remember. I'm trying to remember. Oh when, yeah, yeah. When that happened? Well, that was until the next day. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. Because that was I, I had come back over here. And you were like, I, I oh, yeah, because my, the next day, my shoulders were really hurting because I don't know why, but, yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> but you were like, you, just, might have just been hurting because they wanted, <laughs> <laughs> it just because it gave you a convenient excuse yeah. to be like, you need another massage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And then I, I remember you being like, I'm not going to kiss you. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 And I, you know, and then you did. Well, <laughs> when you asked me to, yes, yeah, well. you finally broke down. And you're like, kiss me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so now we've been talking about 
uh, moving up north for a little while, leaving San Francisco, which is the whole point of this. Like, well, I you, thought I convinced you to move here. You, you, okay. So I would, I totally <laughs> would, but we had the conversation about what we could do if we did this a different way, which mm-hmm. is move up there mm-hmm. for a year, save money, mm-hmm. and then look for a place wherever we want to be. Mm-hmm. It could be here, could be somewhere else, but like what? So you, so when I first initially proposed that, how did you feel? <laughs> what conversation are you talking about? When I was in like, my kitchen or here at the table? Here at the table. Cause I think that's when it was, that's when it was serious. Like that's when yeah. it, it was like, a, a how did real, I feel? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't want to leave. Like I, I'm scared to leave because every, I don't know. I guess I have felt that I belong here. Every, I mean, not everyone, but like I, there's so many people that I care about here. So many, I mean, my, my dancing, both, both types, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, my, my whole dog trainer community, just, you know, my, my love affair with the city, (laughs) like I just, everything I love is here and I'm, I'm scared to, to risk losing that. I mean, and, and I mean, to be fair, like the whole time I've lived here, like it, San Francisco is just so obnoxiously expensive Mm -hmm. that the thought is always there. Like, like when am I going to be forced out? But, but where would I go? You know, like I know that I'm spending so much on rent every month and it's like you, you could live anywhere else and, and save so much money. But and, and, and like all of my friends and family, like f- the whole time have been like, like, why do you stay there when you, when you're paying so much, but they, nobody really got it. Like nobody understands it's worth it. It's mm-hmm. worth every penny because, because of every, and that maybe that's not true for everyone, but for me, like this is the only place I found that, that has all the stuff that I've described. Like, so, and I mean, and I've had, like, I've gone through depression, and I have anxiety stuff, and, and, like, this is the happiest, I mean, okay, maybe, maybe, except for my time in Mexico, I was very, very, very happy then, but I have, I had no worries, and it was just amazing, but, like, for, like, actually building a life, like, this is the only place that I've had all of this, and I am terrified to lose it, um, but, this feels worth it and um and it's the first like of all the the times that I've moved cities states even countries even <laughs> like every kind of every time that I've made a move like in hindsight I can see it was I was moving just because I wanted to change because I didn't like where I was at like it was it was always I'm moving to to run away from something if I'm totally honest and this would be the first time that i'm moving that i feel like i'm moving for something rather than to move away from something mm-hmm. well moving with something not for well i mean you know to, what i mean yeah, <laughs> like, I, know, I know what you mean but just to clarify like clarify because like i, I want it to you know what it's I mean? a, that's yeah, important no, it is to important it's a, very it was, very important to me that it's with not for yeah no it was it's a decision that we made together uh-huh. But, but, but you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I'm I'm not running away. I'm running toward Mm -hmm. that. That's the distinction. So. And that feels good. But the plan is to go up there to 
uh, Washington mm-hmm. for a year. We're already looking at places, mm-hmm. houses, and I'm excited about that. Like I've been looking at the, we, we've been looking at the, the houses on Zillow and stuff and <laughs> having fun. a backyard and mm-hmm. a garage and a studio space and all that stuff is, is exciting. A guest room so people can visit. Mm-hmm. So what are you most excited about? I mean, all that stuff. <laughs> and the only thing that's like, it's just the fact that you'll be leaving here. But does it, but does it help knowing that we could end up back here? Like, does, is that? Oh a, yeah. Okay. That, that was definitely a big factor in me saying yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we're just going to have to work very hard because if we come back here, I want it to be, I want us to be able to afford to have a place like no, we I'm, would have I'm, up there. No, I'm never a person to, I don't want to live like outside my means. That's not, mm-hmm. I don't think that's smart. <laughs> no, it never is. It never is. So wh- why, wh- what do you feel makes this different? The move? This relationship. Than anything. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> what do you feel makes it different? What makes it different for me is like I like I said, I just this is the first time I feel like I'm both feet in. Like I like I felt I have felt in the past that initially I was both feet in, but then slowly my foot would go out. Well, this is still pretty new. I know, but it's different. <laughs> it is totally different because I like it was pretty soon that my my like mm. you know what I mean like it's like the initial like hey you met somebody it's like oh it's kind of fresh and you don't know anything yet but it's like more the more information you get you start to you know kind of feel that that pull out yeah and, you find out the things that you're like oh, I don't really want to yeah and pretty quickly <laughs> mm. and and so I've not experienced one single thing that makes me even think about like half foot out like so that's what's different for me and I've had relationships where I had a foot out that lasted seven years, six, seven <laughs> years. You know what I mean? Why? Why would you? Because it's like you look at percentages when you when you've when you've experienced certain things, and you're like, well, maybe this is what, how it is. Maybe you have to accept a percentage of foot out, mm-hmm. like in order to to be in a relationship. Yeah, and I- so you convince yourself that that's what kind of what you have to do. Off. Dizzy. Thank you, My buddy. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. And I guess you, you just don't know. I was actually talking to my roommate this morning about this sort of thing. Like, like I've, I've actually asked my like friends or family, like actually, I actually wanted the guy's perspective. Like my brother got married last year and I was like, how did, like, how do you just know, you know, when it's right? Cause every relationship that I've been in. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's always those things that you're like doubtful about and, and I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't have like a concrete answer, but this does feel different. Mm-hmm. Well, and and like you've said a couple times, you're more excited than scared, which you know that that helps me because I was like, I really felt, you know, like it's been it's been hard to pitch pulling <laughs> you out of here because I know how you, much you love this place. Yeah. So it's like I'm just like trying to. Because I know, like, like the little things, like it's important to you. Because you, you've been in a lot of places. You said that you felt like you were more of a guest than, you know what I mean? Like you, my homes, yeah, the places homes. I've lived, yeah, yeah every, every single one. Like, it, I've, I've never, not well, not that I can remember. I've never, like, I've never had my own place. I've never once in my life lived completely alone. I've always had roommates, and usually I am 
moving into like onto an existing lease. I'm moving into a, a home that someone else has already, you know, they've already got their decor, their furniture. Mm-hmm. It's never been my own. Why am I talking about this? Because <laughs> I, I just like, because the, the, the fact that you, where we're going now, you're, you're going to have, I'm very like, excited about yeah, that. <laughs> we're, we, we are doing this as complete equals partners, you know, team teammates, because everything's going to be, you know, like ours. It's not hmm. mine. You're moving into my. Like I even had my pictures taken down and everything from my apartment and everything. <laughs> Which moved you up didn't the have to. Do. I know that. I know that. But it's like, but I, I'm, I'm sensitive to the fact that that, like, I want to make the transition as as easy as possible and make you feel like it is. Like, like, like I always say, actions speak louder than words. Like that. That's why I really pay attention to people's actions. And so I want my actions to always show you rather than me just saying, oh, yeah, this is your place, too. Yeah, you can do whatever. No, I want you to walk in there and be like, and know mm-hmm. that this is equal. You know what I mean? And that means everything to me. I mean. Well, and that's, and that's exactly what, because I, that's why I'm doing it, because I know it does. I know how important it is. You, re- you I mean, you, <laughs> you, you live that, the whole actions speak louder than words thing, mm-hmm. which I love. You're good. I love it, too. <laughs> But you're the same. You're the same. I mean, I can see through your actions, you know. Mm, that, good. Yeah. So. So. <laughs> moving. Mm. Talk about that. Like what, what. So we're getting ready to potentially do that at the end of. August. August. You're coming up there for a year. Mm. How do you see that transition? Like. You know, like, like what in your mind, like, what do you, cause you're, we're talking 45 degree weather sometimes, bah. a little bit of dro- like dr- uh, drizzle. I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I mean, how do I, I, like, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Uh-huh. I don't do cold weather my, since, since living here, like my comfort zone is like pretty much 65 to 80. <laughs> it's very well, it's very small and and i love my sunshine mm-hmm. um so i don't know it's I'm, gotten into the low 50s here since i've been here. no i mean it it, it does yeah. but like it doesn't which isn't just jacket weather for you for someone like you you're like oh my you're I'm, like triple I am layered bundled up. up but the, but like we were in 65 degree weather the other day and you're wearing <laughs> a sweatshirt well a, a little jacket a sweatshirt and a blanket over you <laughs> and you're cold <laughs> No, I know. I'm I'm always <laughs> cold, which is why like having living in a place where there's actual seasons and it gets, you know, in the 40s and probably even 30s cuz I bet you're lying. No, well, like I said, <laughs> it's it's one time a year it actually does snow. It's usually around Christmas time. In that time, you'll mm-hmm. get like a couple days where you get snow that sticks to the ground and then it goes away. So, and then it goes back up into the So yeah, it so does get to 30 yeah. something. I'm not looking forward to that, to be perfectly honest. But that's why you have a fireplace. <laughs> well, and the sunshine. I mean, that's a that's a real thing. This, oh, the, I know. the vitamin seasonal, D thing, seasonal affective disorder, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm worried about it. Yeah, no, I and I and I've had this conversation with you. I don't. I've been looking to get out of that as well, and that's mm-hmm. why I think that it is a, a highly likely that we will end up either here or somewhere where there is more sunshine and better better weather. But we're also looking at like because like. The, what we're going to have to do to build what we have to build in order to be able to afford to live in a place like this together and get what we actually want, which is up our own place and to have some backyard space for Dizzy and our other animals that we're going to have, our bunnies, our bird. ducks, our bird, our <laughs> other two dogs. 
uh, goats, chickens. Oh, now we have all the animals back. <laughs> well, if we have the space, yeah. Yeah. No, beavers, I mean. Beavers, I mean. Yeah. So, I, like, the the big things, I mean, I'm, I'm going to miss the people here, and I'm worried about the weather up there, but, um, but yeah, I'm excited to have, what, something that feels more like a home and, and to be with you and. I think, yeah, like I said, I think it's going to be worth it. So. Yeah, no, it's going it's to be fun. I am totally <laughs> looking forward to this adventure. And we're getting ready to start a vlog, yeah. which is called <laughs> Soupsies. So, and that's, which is also the name of this podcast. It's going to be Soupsies. So what is that? What, what is soupsies? that? What is the definition of Soupsies? Not oh. what is the podcast or anything. <laughs> what, is, what does Soupsies mean? Oh, uh, Soupsies. <laughs> Well, now it feels like it's a metaphor, but soup well, is, it is a metaphor, but I just, I mean, I, I eat a lot of soup. Mm-hmm. I make a lot of soup. <laughs> You're going to be so, when we, when you go to my apartment and you see my cabinet with all the soup that I have. Oh my God. The I canned have, soup. I know. That's what Don't I'm saying. Don't even talk to me about canned soup. It's all hey, homemade all the way. I and and I've learned that. Like now, <laughs> we can take those cans of soup and combine them into other soup. No, we're gonna donate them. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking forward to that. Like actually making soup on a regular basis because it's like yeah. No, I, I make a lot of soup and I eat a lot in general. And mm-hmm. I so soup season is like the name of a, a separate meal. You know, which is eleven thirty eleven thirty ish. Well, I took the, the. It's from Lord of the Rings. The whole like quote about. Breakfast and second breakfast and elevensies and lunch and afternoon tea and dinner and supper and like you know and so soupsies is a meal. <laughs> but where does it fall in the? Oh, I don't know. It's afternoon. <laughs> it could be any time, honestly. <laughs> uh, so why? So have you always been into soup, or is that because <laughs> I, I know even on Facebook, your your thing is I like soup. That's my profile. That's all it yeah. says. I like soup. Yeah. Um, no, not always, but uh, you know, as you. <laughs> as you leave your your childhood home and you know you got to learn how to cook like i, I guess I, I was never interested in learning how to cook when i had a mommy to teach me mm-hmm. um but when you're, you start living on your own and you have to feed yourself like soup is just it's an easy thing to make and i don't i don't know for me it's 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 simple it's a one pot dish mm-hmm. you can make it super like hearty and healthy like the and lentil soup that's in the fridge right now oh my god you can put so much stuff in it and get mm-hmm. everything you need it's just it's just and it makes great leftovers like, like i was saying Plus it's, it's, it's like a shellless taco it's delicious like it, it can be whatever you want i, I know you do don't not, like i, I know do you not, don't get it the connection <laughs> it makes I do sense not to buy into your shellless taco thing but if it works for you it sure. does because you can take it you can take and put anything in a taco shell <laughs> Okay, mm-hmm. like even desserts. Like there are people that put like oh taco taco exactly. <laughs> so it's like you. It's like the taco can be whatever you, you could put pizza in a taco if you wanted to. Like that's all the ingredients. The for, <laughs> yes, that's true. But you could put it in a taco shell. The, the ingredients. Oh, that would just so be crazy. It would be crazy. But the point is, it can be whatever you want it to be. You can put in there whatever you makes you talk happy. About tacos. I do. <laughs> but then. It's the same with soup. You can put anything in there and experiment. And, and that's what the met- metaphor comes in because it's like, it's our life. We're starting a new life. It can be whatever we want it to be. We can put any ingredient in there that we want to. And if it doesn't work, we pull it out. We don't put it in there the next time. But it's usually good. It's usually good. Like I, you've not disappointed yet on anything that you have <laughs> put together for me. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to many, 
many bowls of soup. <laughs> so much soup. <laughs> so much soup. We're gonna like our cabinet's gonna be just soup bowls and spoons. That's what it should have been called. So much soupsies. So much soupsies. <laughs> it still can be. We're still at the early stage. <laughs> soupsies is fine. <laughs> so yeah, we're getting ready to start a vlog. That's going to be our life, our adventure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's going to be at soupsies.blog or on YouTube. Uh, I got the uh, channel Soupsies, but I don't know if like we have to get 100 likes before we can get youtube.com forward slash Soupsies. Oh. So I have to promote it so we can get those likes. That I shouldn't see. take long. It's all the stuff I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, you're, you're learning that side of it, and I'm learning stuff too just about myself like i've yeah. i've learned a lot about myself with you which is like what have you learned about yourself well just things that i didn't realize were there like i like i told you i'm an affectionate person but mm. i've always felt like just outside of that and now i just can't stop <laughs> being affectionate it's like okay uh <laughs> this is new and so it's just like learning things like that i knew that i wanted but i thought i would never get mm. and so it's like yeah. it's just refreshing to <laughs> finally get those things mm-hmm. <laughs> all right well i guess that uh i can't think of any is there anything else you want to talk about i feel like we covered it all i i know this is going to be like this is episode number zero mm-hmm. so this is just like uh because i'm going to put this out as, gonna, a, podcast? Ed, as a podcast <laughs> yep and so you got me to start a podcast without even i know realizing you like it's that? happening you like that <laughs> i told you we want to do i wanted to do a podcast well, i but know I but to, i i wanted to call it like anxious because uh, uh, because of the anxiety uh, and have it be finding calm and chaos is huh. like what I wanted the ta- the tagline to be. Interesting. Yeah, because I was. You thinking, haven't said any of this to me. No, it's <laughs> it's in a note. I would have I would have if if that would have been the direction we were going. Uh, but I like the soupsies thing because it can we can talk about whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's whatever it is. Yeah. Like we don't have to have a certain topic. If we do anxious. Kind of like we have to focus on anxiety, and that's not. I don't want to focus, on, focus that. on something negative. I, the only, the only th- reason I like that is because I loved the tagline "chaos, calm, finding calm in chaos." But that sounds so trite. It is trite, it. but it's true. Like I've, I have well, found so much calm in this, and <laughs> in, mm-hmm. in, in, in everything that's going on in the world that's so chaotic. Yet I that feel. Is, calm. I mean, yeah. Given the times, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but the times will change. They will change, but hopefully the calm stays. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, yeah. this is episode number zero. I'm David Foster. <laughs> Jennifer Malloway. Yeah. So uh, tune in next time. We're we're, we're going to try to do this on a regular basis, um, but be sure to subscribe on the podcast app. This is going to be on Stitcher. It's going to be on Spotify. It's going to be on Apple. It's going to be everywhere. <laughs> and then the vlog is probably going to be starting. I think we'll probably start that. I don't know. There's, Yesterday. <laughs> yeah. There's 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 a lot going on. Um, but I do, I do want to start that. We, we should have started it with the, with the sandwiches or we should have started with the ramen. That's what we should have started with, but we're we didn't have the cameras. We're going to cook a yet. lot. Don't I know we are. <laughs> it, it, I know we are, but we'll get that started. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's just, uh, I'll put a link in the description here and also you can follow us on Facebook. <laughs> Close it. I don't know how I don't do podcasts, dude. Uh, <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next, or talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.